thing. If I'm correct in saying that, Brent. Mm -hmm. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to Christ Central Church Fredericton podcast. My name is Joe Crummy, and I'm the host of Christ Central Stories, where we just take some time to learn more about some of the people in our church family. And today we have Andy Balzer with us. And so, Andy, thanks for being with us. Great to have you. And Andy, why don't you just start by sharing a bit about who you are and a bit of your background for us? Yeah, thanks, Joe. Yeah, it's it's exciting to to be here on this podcast. Yeah, I think you're like I think you're well. You're well suited for this, <laughs> this Thank format. You. Um, yeah, in terms of me, I'm Andy Balzer, uh, born Andrew Jonathan Balzer. Um, I'm True. from BC originally, lived in Langley, BC for for most of my life. And I guess like, I don't know, kind of early on in in school, uh, realized I had like a, like a talent for, for math. And that that sort of thing. So it was kind of like on the math stream uh, of school, and uh, yeah. And then kind of like around around similar time, I like grew up in a like had Christian parents, Christian grandparents. So great Christianity was like introduced to me pretty early yeah, on yes. in life, and it's kind of been a process of like like accepting Jesus early on in life, and then kind of taking more and more ownership of it as I've grown older. Um, yeah, so from BC, yeah. was there until I was like 23 years old, uh, at which point I made the move to Nova Scotia. To go come, to, come east, young man. Yeah, yep. <laughs> go to this Acadia University. Yes. Um, this town called Wolfville sounded like pretty interesting. Uh, it was like this... I was like really drawn in by like the like like I was told it's like a great community. Yeah, and it I, is a great community. I, I from like my life experience thus far, it's like where good people are, I want to be. Yep. And so, yeah, I went there and went did like a master's in statistics, uh, and during that same time, I got involved with a campus ministry organization called University Christian Fellowship. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was great. I was like. I remember like praying that I would find Christian community within, like while I was yes. there, and basically within twenty four hours of arriving, I had like got connected. Fantastic! With the group. And it was like it was exciting. It was like it was like we were like missionaries on campus. We were like like doing stuff to like meet people, invite people to to things. Like we had like a mix, like Christians and non Christians yeah. in the in the mix. It's all like people's like on different spiritual journeys yes um you know so it was like really exciting wow sounds very time exciting time yeah and so at the end of it i decided you know what i'll do an internship with university so kind of the way the organization is there's like there's like student groups at each campus yes. and then at each campus there's like a a staff person from the larger organization that oversees it and then there's like interns who like spend a year uh, kind of in a similar position as as staff to kind of see like is this something I want to do longer term um, yeah as well as just like ministering to to students mm -hmm. and then like kind of like 
like discipling people yes. and receiving discipling. That's great. Um, and that's what got you here at Fredericton. And so that, so I applied, I got accepted, and they put me in Fredericton. I was like, great. <laughs> and so that was my first year in Fredericton. It was like me and a few other interns at I remember that. UNB yes. campus, and we were like, the group was pretty small at that point, so it was basically just like trying a bunch of stuff, things. praying, and seeing like student leaders emerge. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, and then so. Andy, that's great. I'm gonna interrupt you there yeah, just for a ahead. second. Can I just say first of all, I learned at a young age. I'm not very good at math, so I'm <laughs> just for the record. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple quick things. Had you ever been out east before coming age 23? No. Wow. That's a huge yeah. step. Well done. That's great. And then, yes, yeah, so that got you to Fredericton, and that's where I think we connected as far as Christ Central and some of the crew from University Christian Fellowship. All right, pick up the story from there. Yeah, so that was September 2015 that I first arrived in Fredericton. I uh, spent a year doing that. There is some things that I really enjoyed about that, particularly around, like, intentional time discipling yes. people, um, kind of like developing skills around like leadership, yes. communication, uh, like really getting a better sense of my vocation mm -hmm. during that time. Um, and then there is things that I wasn't, isn't too, like <laughs> fundraising and like having a schedule that's not very structured. Um, so a steep learning curve on yeah. other things, isn't it? So I finished the year out, and the other interns went on to staff, and we determined it was better for me to, like, right. kind of, like, I liked Fredericton. Yes. Like the people I knew, and so I wanted to, like, continue being in this yep. this area. So I, I did kind of, like, go off the that summer of 2016. I did an internship at a, at a different church in Dartmouth. Yes, that's right. Scotia, that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was, again... Good learning experience. Yes. Well, good for you. Um, yeah. And then Stretching. I yeah. Came back to Fredericton and like I'm gonna find, find, work here. Yeah. And yeah, kind of continue to be in this this yeah. community. And yeah. so, yeah, spent spent a few months kind of working part time at UMB at yes. the like math learning center. Yeah. Uh, like doing like tutoring, type yeah. stuff. Um, it's like, yeah, something I, really enjoy, enjoy doing. And then a few months went by, and then I got, yeah, kind of like, yeah, ended up working. So now I'm working at this research institute. Yes. It's called New Brunswick Institute for Research Data and Training, and BRDT for short. We, like, use data on New Brunswick yeah. people to, like, figure out stuff about New Brunswick. It's, like, yeah, really interesting. And that I'm sounds like, very I've interesting. we four years now. Wow, man. Yeah. Time just rolls by. All right. Well, well, thank you. That's great. And let me just segue from there because I know you have some really sort of passions about work and vocation and just living out your Christian life. So, Andy, why don't you just take a couple of minutes? Why don't you just share with us maybe one or two of those passions, just maybe kind of help define them for us, and then how how do that how does that get lived out in everyday life? Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say like when I've kind of thought about my passions, they kind of like boil down to like two areas. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the way I think of it is like, like one, developing systems to solve problems, <laughs> right? 
Yep. Makes sense with a math background, indeed. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't, yeah, it's like, I like, I like solving problems and I like kind of like taking a look back and like, what are some like systems that we can figure out to like generally solve this type of problem in a, in a better, in a better, more consistent way. And so I've had roles where that's, that's very much a thing. Like if I'm doing any sort of like math type stuff, then that pops up the job I'm doing now that definitely pops up. I like work with data on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you definitely want to be thinking systematically (laughs) about that. There's lots of problems to be solved. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then, so that'd be one. Yeah. And then the second one would be developing people to their full potential. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of a way I think of like, yeah, like I like connecting with people. Mm -hmm. I like, like the, kind of one-on-one type of interactions just like like where is this person and like kind of like asking them asking them questions kind of getting a sense of where they are um yeah kind of like if there's stuff they're doing well encouraging them in that yes and then if there's stuff they're getting stuck on yeah like okay how do we kind of like get through that how do we get somewhere better yeah um and so i've had other roles where that's more of a common mm-hmm. thing, like particularly where, uh, you know, in like, like the year of like full-time ministry that I did, that was like the, the primary one yes. I've been using, using there. Um, and so, yeah, it's really nice when like those two kind of come together and I feel like kind of like I've been at, I've been at this job now for four years. Um, yeah. Like, so I'm working as a data analyst yes. at this point. And so the the systems part has come in from the top. I would think so. Kind of as I've gone along, mm-hmm. kind of like the the relational piece has kind of developed more and more. I've always kind of had an eye for that. Yes. I think just working in full-time ministry kind of just shapes your perspective yep. a bit in terms of like, I'm in this workplace, relationships are important. important keep an eye on yep. that and then I've kind of been able to like be in more and more positions where I'm like able to encourage people able to empower people Andy that's great yeah I just think that's a great combination how you know God's kind of wired you to be able to work with numbers and problem solve and develop systems and things like that but also then just the importance of relationships and being relational and caring for people and your co-workers and different things like that it's a great sort of thing and and you want you maybe just expand on that and i know when some of the times we've talked before i know you've talked and used the word or just description maybe of barnabas in the bible which maybe not everyone would have know but can you maybe just expand a little bit upon who barnabas was in the bible and then kind of how you feel that's part of your role of being an encourager both in the workplace and in church life as well yeah, so if you look at the New Testament, like the most famous guy would be Jesus. But then kind of if you look at the top five most famous people in the New Testament, then this guy Paul is going to yes. be in there. Mm-hmm. So if you like go over to like Acts chapter 9, you see like his origin yep. story where he, he's called, like he goes by the name Saul at that point. And Fascinating story, yeah, isn't it? He, like, yeah. Yeah, he like totally 
flips from being like the guy who's zealously persecuting Christians to the guy who is zealously proclaiming Christ Christ. to people. Um, And so there's like a, you know, right around that transition time, there's a piece there where like the other Christians aren't really sure (laughs) what to do with this guy. You can't really blame them. It's kind of like, you're not sure whether to trust this guy or not. I don't don't blame them. But then this guy... Barnabas comes yeah. in, and he like totally vouches for for Saul in that yes. moment where like yeah, he just like comes alongside and he's like, Saul, I got you. Yeah, um, this guy's good. He's with me, um, and so yeah. And then as the story goes on, you know, Barnabas kind of like fades into the background really, and Saul slash Paul yes uh, really kind of like. Gets more of the profile, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I like the idea of being like like Barnabas, or it's like I come into people's lives at like these key times yeah. and I'm able to like come alongside, able to like provide what they yep. need in those moments, and then they can go on and do more than I can. <laughs> Eddie, that is like so encouraging in itself and so sort of not maybe the culture that the world would say to us because the culture is more like look out for number one self-promote you know and what you're saying i just really commend you for having that spirit and that attitude and and i see it in church life you know obviously i'm not at your work place but i see you working and serving in church encouraging our youth and different ones and so i just commend you that i see you living that out and that's a real witness to all of us thanks yeah that's great all right and i'm going to totally change gears here okay okay and uh so i'm going to talk about i maybe get you just to share some experience because i think it might help some people so totally different sort of uh vein here to go down for a few minutes and that is um we talk about worship and in our kind of context when we talk about worship obviously worship is the whole of our lives 24 7 but then when we gather together, sometimes together as a church and we worship God, and the Bible says that when we do that, we can sing our praises to God, we can raise our hands, we can dance. Um, but sometimes in our context, we're a bit shy to do some of these things, and maybe we're not as expressive as we'd like to on the inside. But I really feel like you've had a breakthrough in, but I also know it's a challenge in just being able to express uh our worship, your worship to God in dance. And I would, I'm fascinated. Would you just take a few minutes maybe just to share your journey in that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a, it's a good topic. I mean, I think, yeah, I think people who see me dance, it's like, you know, like if you talk to me, I, I like present one way and then you see me dance and it. Presents. How is a math analyst <laughs> dancing yeah yeah it's, it's a unique differently that's right mm-hmm. uh, and i think it's i think it's definitely like the work of the holy spirit in my life you know i'm not like someone who like grew up going to dance classes or <laughs> anything like that you know and like really like in high school i was like like painfully shy mm. um and i was like i don't know that was like a tough thing yes in high school where yep. like you know you're quiet and then you're just like scared of initiating conversation or just and then you just kind mm-hmm. of feel 
on the outside. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And so I just like kind of developed this pattern of just like hiding in the world, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. as tall as I am and I've got red hair and yet somehow I like became good at like hiding <laughs> from people. Uh, I'm but, sure many people can relate. Yeah. Andy, yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like not who I was created yeah. to be. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I mentioned like taking more and more ownership of my faith. Yes. Like one of the stages there was like around age 20. It's like, uh, really taking a like a radically honest approach to prayer. Yeah. Kind of like treating God like like tell him what you want, tell him what you're feeling, yep. tell him what your the highs and the lows, the frustrations, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you like, you know, if you ask for stuff, like maybe you won't get it, but like we shouldn't be afraid to uh, no ask right for, on and it's good mm-hmm. um yeah and so like yeah kind of around that time i think similar around that time i made a like a regular habit of like reading my bible regularly so yes. those two have been like key good, key, things key things in my life yes and just mm-hmm. like kind of interesting stuff started happening from that point forward i just kind of like started to shift more and more toward like I don't know, like spiritual desire I yeah. guess in the yeah. sense of like you know I'm gonna pay less less attention to like what are the like self-conscious fears <laughs> and stuff that, that get in the way and like like deep down what do I yeah how do I want to operate in this world and so that like manifested in in different ways yeah. I like worked at this summer camp that you know, when I was a teenager, that was not something I was expecting no. to be be doing, but that was like... So it kind of pushed you out of your comfort zone. That was a great experience, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of develop yes. the, like, discipling side of things. Um, and then, yeah, and then, like, when we'd be in, like, worship time, I just, like, started getting this prompting of, like, I want to, like, move, yeah. move a little bit. And so, you know, there's this constant tension of, like, you know, I want to like, want to hide. <laughs> I want to not be seen. But like, I want to like, want to exp- like, want to lean into this yeah. more. And so it's like, yeah. And so it's kind of like that's quite push, a tension pushing through that that mm-hmm. tension, uh, and kind of just stepping more and more into that. And yeah, and then kind of a combination of of that and mm-hmm. then like you know at, at camp you do like song actions yeah so I got, like really into that um and then I did like swing dance lessons for a while so it just kind of the combination developed this dance style that you know could most succinctly be described as Andy Balzer <laughs> dance <laughs> style <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah Oh, Andy, look, I just want to encourage you because your encouragement to me, I know for those who are leading worship, like when people express their love to God, when people express through all kinds of different ways. And again, as we said, the Bible, there's all kinds of different ways. And sometimes that's just being still and sometimes that's being expressive. But I know you're a real 
encouragement to uh, the worship leaders and, you know, to our church. But I also know that must be a real battle to not, you know, be self-conscious all the time or maybe worry about what other people are thinking, but to express your worship to God in that way. Yeah, I appreciate the the encouragement. Mm -hmm. I have, like, I have had, like, a a fair bit of encouragement from people over the years. I think that is kind of helped me keep, <laughs> yeah. keep going. I think otherwise uh, I get a little, I get, I can get easily discouraged. Yeah. Oh, so it's, yeah. Uh, it's good to have that. Oh, I think anyone who kind of steps out in obeying God to express their worship in any way feels kind of maybe the self-awareness and the, you know, and the pushback and just, uh, it, it is a battle. So way to persevere and just encourage you to keep persevering. Thanks. That's good, Andy. All right. Look, our time's almost done. And just in closing, um, we're great being able just to share some of your background, different things, how, you know, you're living out um, your faith and following Jesus at the workplace and how God's wired you and using that for good and then in worship as well. So any, any last sort of thoughts maybe in just um, some summary of and some helpful things of just, you know, how do I live out? you know, how God's made me and this walk of faith. Yeah. So I've actually like thought about this in the past and I've got like a, like a four step, four step. This is where the analytical, uh, (laughs) numbers part comes into things. Part of the reason I chose four is like, there's four beats in a measure. So it's like, it's kind of a rhythm. I love it. it. Or at one point I had a friend say to me like, Andy, you should live the way you dance. Wow. And, like I really like took that. What a part. great phrase! Like, yeah, yeah. And so, all right. So here's the. Yep. So I'll say the four, and then I'll. Sure. We'll it close with bit. that. Mm-hmm. So. Follow the rhythm. Get training. Mm-hmm. Respond to the moment. Have fun with it. I like right. that. So, follow the rhythm. You know, in dance, it's like if you see two people on the dance floor. And one person's like learned a bunch of moves and they're like trying to do it, but it's like kind of stilted and stuff. Um, they're not going to look as good as like the person who's like doing something very basic, but they're like, they're going to the rhythm. One, mm-hmm. two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Right. So it's like, that's kind of key when you're, yes. you're dancing is like getting in sync with that, that mm-hmm. rhythm. Um, yeah. And so in life there's, different seasons yes different rhythms there's like fun good positive seasons there's like and then there's like hard bad negative seasons um and so there's often a rhythm that you follow that's really good and that you follow in in faith yes um and then number two get training right so it's like so I've like taken dance classes yeah. here and there. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that you kind of get when you're like, you're around skilled dancers, it's like, oh yeah, this is like how much more there is to go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. I don't you just stuff. realize how much more there is to learn. <laughs> that's great. I can just like kind of blend into the class. I'm yeah. just like one of the, one of the crew. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, it, it takes like, courage to get more training. Yeah, so that's good. Mm-hmm. It like expands my capacity yes. in terms of like, how I'm able to yeah. express myself. So yeah. that's kind of the motivation I have. No, that's for, like, great. That's really good. Training. And mm-hmm. so that 
that applies to life where yes. like you go to school, you get other yeah. kinds of training, you want to expand yeah. your capacity for what you're able to yeah. to do, and then it applies to faith really. Yes. You want to like be like ideally intentionally pursuing mentorship, yes. discipling, like kind of seeing it. Yeah. You're discipling, you're yeah. receiving discipling. Um, oh, that's really good. Yeah. And then there's like, or three responding to the moment. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, you know, sometimes just, I don't know, like if you're, if you're dancing, it's like, there's times you're going to like, you're going to be like kind of loose about it. <laughs> and there's time you're going to like quick sharp motions. <laughs> Right? So it's like depending on like you're adjusting where the, where the music's yep. at. You're like, you got your training, you got your rhythm, and you're responding to to what's there. Right. And yeah. so I think that's like again life, life lesson. Faith. Mm -hmm. It's like you've got got what you got up to yep. this this moment, and moments arise, and you're generally going to respond based on what you've got inside yep. of you at that point. That's probably one where like. I'm I'm probably better at that in dance than in, in life. That's probably something like I'm trying to trying to like improve on. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. And then like have fun with it. Yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> if you're like if you're dancing and you got like all the skills and you're like doing everything, right, you're just like I'm a machine. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have fun. This is serious business. Like I'm not interested in that. It's like and you you know you can. I feel like that's a strong point for me on the dance floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. you see me, you can tell, like, that guy's having fun. <laughs> you are having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And so... Well, I'm telling you, that's a model for... Because uh, for myself, I don't... Sometimes we take ourselves too seriously. Like, honestly, we do. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, we, we want to take our life... You know, following Jesus seriously, all that. But I think Jesus had fun a lot of the time. And we can we can take ourselves less seriously and we can have a go at some things and have some fun doing it. Yeah. So I, I love how you lead the way in that. <laughs> Thanks. It's an inspiration and encouragement to all of us. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, Andy, thank you so much for sharing with us. Great for you to open up your life to us and for our church and for us to be able to get to know you more. We really appreciate it and uh, really uh, great to just learn more about uh, people in our church, and we're going to continue to do this. So, Andy, thanks again. And I think there's lots of things there for us to be able to learn from and to apply to our lives. So, Andy, bless you. Thank you. And we're going to see you out on the dance floor. Okay, thanks. <laughs> bye. Great. Bye-bye.